Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Billmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> He's got a snap and a get down, and it'll be over. 17-point comeback complete. out there getting off the graveyard shift if you're at work what is happening good morning to youtube and twitch brought to you by first north cal credit union the smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process it is a monster monday you know what it is it's brought to you by first five california to learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress go to first five california.com maybe at halftime shasky i should have went to first five california.com because in the first half nothing went right the first minute 42 Detroit goes right down the field. Boom, 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 boom. Jamison Williams going into the end zone high step. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, the Lions came to play. Then a few minutes later, boom, 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 boom. They're up 14 nothing. You're thinking, how, how are the kittens in this football game punking us? Then it's 24-7 and a half. And we had to make a prayer. You had to get out of the knee. Maybe you had to take a walk. Maybe you had to hit some weed. You had to do something to get your mind right here. Because the Niners <laughs> did something that no other team in NFL history has ever done. And that's rallying from a 17-point deficit in a title game. What a win. The Niners are going bowling. They're going to Sin City. They're going to Las Vegas, baby, to take out the Kansas City Chiefs in a Super Bowl at Shasky. I know I'm long-winded here, but we talked about this journey back in late July at the Hilton Hotel. We said the journey is going to lead us to Las Vegas. Now, how do we get there? You're going to need a little bit of everything. And the Niners needed a little bit of everything, including some pretty magic. Damn it, we're going to the bowl. And I don't know how I'm surviving this morning. Think I about, really don't. Think about I wore this sweatshirt a year ago. The same Monday. I was devastated. Oh, I see. I switched it up. Devastated. I, I, I made sure to not wear anything that I wore in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, I did. I, you know, I, 
I'll never forget seeing Brock go down the way he did in that NFC Championship game and to walk into that Philadelphia radio station that next day where you were ready to fight anyone and everybody. It was... uh, it was a tough offseason to swallow. Oh. And to see how that first half was playing out yesterday, I was like, maybe this just isn't our time. And I thought this was our year. I thought everything broke our way during the regular season. You had one of the great quarterback performances ever in a Niner uniform from Brock Purdy. And then the playoffs happened. And they had two ugly, ugly, ugly games. But somehow, someway, they flipped the script, and we're going to Las Vegas. <laughs> we're going to Las and we're going to go up against what might be the greatest quarterback who ever lived. You know what? This is incredible. It's not supposed to be easy. The Green Bay game wasn't easy. That game last night certainly wasn't easy. The Super Bowl, you know what? It will not be easy no. at all. But when we talked about this journey, me and you sat down with Sam Lubman there, and Tim Jordan was engineering, and we're at the Santa Clara Hilton Hotel getting ready for a new season. And it was a nice sunny day. We had some fans there. It was the two cute girls. Uh, the, the the woman who worked at Stanford. Uh-huh. The Filipino guy. You remember who we were talking yeah. about? They were right there. They're diehard yeah. roasters. They know, you know, we forget names on the show. I know. We meet a lot of people. I know exactly what you're talking about. So we're sitting there. No, he's lying. He's capping. I know. No, the, you know the little girls came in with yeah. pom-pom outfits. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, outfits. they were awesome. Yeah, they were sweet They, they were awesome. And we talked about the journey. How we're setting the toe for trading mm-hmm. camp and how we're opening up trading camp. And we're talking about the best duel we had at wide receiver since T.O. and Jerry Rice. And you know what? Those two guys showed up yesterday. Oh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel was 50-50 to play. Well, he told us on Friday, ain't no restrictions. No, no restrictions. Nothing's going to top the catch. We all agree, right? It's no. the end of the game. It's, you know, you beat America's team. You, you spark the dynasty. There's the VD catch, the Vernon Davis post. Mm. Which was as as good as it gets, right? But that was in, you know, the divisional round, right? You had the wild card game with To, where he caught that pass again. The wild card is the IU catch. It's not the catch, okay? It's not Dwight Clark. Is that the best NFC Championship game catch since the catch? <sighs> I'm asking out loud. I mean, what would beat it? What would be it? Because Jimmy only threw it eight times in 2019 in the championship. Took the Aaron Donald strip sack catch by someone else. <laughs> it's got to be. Up Think there. about how many, like, be, just this last like, couple like, years. Like you had Jaquaski Tart standing in the middle of the field. We had a chance. We were up 10 against the, the Rams. Up 10 with a chance to beat the Rams in SoFi to go to the Super Bowl. And Jaquaski Tart misses an interception. Drops it. Right through his hands. And on the video board at SoFi Stadium, they kept the care about Jaquaski Tart. He's sitting on the turf with his hands down as Rocco and I are bent over in our seats as every other 49er yes. fan was. And you just knew with all the heartbreak and all the... There's no way the, we were coming we're back. There, there. Yeah, it could, because the next play on the back and catches a pass at 30 yards and Jimmy Warren late hits him and it's 15 yards tacked on and you get a 45-yard swing. The next year, you go to Philadelphia, you lose your quarterback on the first series. <laughs> And then yesterday, you're getting dominated in the first half. I just, I was ready to be like, maybe we're just cursed. Maybe this just isn't going to happen. Maybe Maybe this is just like, we're overrated this roster, this coach, this quarterback, this team. Just like, and then we are front runners, right? And then the third quarter happened. The third quarter happened. I'm telling you, man, it's one of the great third quarters in the history of the 49ers. Is it the greatest comeback in 49er history? Because, like, you could talk about the wild card against the Giants, but again, 
Wild card. Wild card. They got smoked the next week in Tampa Bay that year. It's this and the Kaepernick one. And here's here's what I would say. The Kaepernick one gets forgotten in Atlanta because yeah. you didn't win the Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. The Super Bowl comeback was a good one, too. You yep. know, like, they had no business coming back in that right. game. They did. The lights went out, and then right. they came back. Right. But, but you lost. And I think... For this to be remembered that way, Bonte, when it's 20 years down the road, they got to beat Mahomes. They got to beat which Mahomes. Which sucks. They got to beat But right Mahomes. now, God, what a win. You got it. You got it. You got to beat Mahomes. We'll get there. But we talked about this journey, Shaska. We'll get to the lives in just a second. 888 By the way, tune in at 855 this morning. 855. We have a special giveaway. Ooh. Get out the special coin that will be used for the Super Bowl coin toss before the game. If you want to win one of those coins, make sure to tune in to the roast at 855 to find out how to win. Uh, oh 855 will do that. A little special Super Bowl coin. Anyway, uh, but we talked about the journey. Christian McCaffrey, all-time running back. Now, we haven't even got to McCaffrey, really. Most consecutive playoff games with one or more touchdowns in franchise history. He's got five games in the playoffs for the 49ers. He's got a touchdown in every single game. All right. Players with 50 or more yards from scrimmage or one or more touchdowns in each of their first six career playoff games in NFL history. Well, Christian McCaffrey's right behind Terrell Davis and Marcus Allen. I mean, this guy had an all-time game that we haven't even talked about yesterday. 20 carries, 90 yards, and at the end of the first half, he was talking that talk. Yeah, he was. Because he felt like Detroit was being a little too aggressive there. Christian McCaffrey was in his bag. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, and then there's Purdy Magic. Because we always talk about the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks get all the criticism when we lose. And we got on Brock Purdy last week. We did. But Brock Purdy in back-to-back second halves. That's our quarterback, man. The we got to embrace him. The, the, we we got to embrace, embrace him. The scramble. And then the, uh, the, the guts and just the courage to dive forward the way he did. I mean, the guy wanted it. He laid it all on the line. Do folks now understand? I hope folks are with me now when I say this. He is 60 minutes away <laughs> from having one of the greatest stories in North American sports history. In all of North American sports history, Brock Purdy. You want to talk it's about the best Kurt underdog Warner? story in Bay Area in, history? In, in Bay Area history like, might be the best underdog story. No, but in history, but let's just go Bay Area. Lincecum was a top 10 pick, right. even though he was small and slight and all those things. Steph, top 10 pick. Like, and those were underdog stories. This guy was the last pick in the NFL draft. The only guy that comes close to me is Dwight Clark, 10th round pick. And Dwight Clark, God bless, God right. rest his soul, one of the great, most iconic players of all time. This is the quarterback. It's the quarterback. And Dwight's 87 is retired for a reason. Dude, but you get where I'm going? Uh, no, seriously. I mean, this guy. <laughs> Draymond there was Green. Never, there was never a mystery relevant to ever throw a pass. I know. In a football game, in a regular season game. Draymond Green was and, and has and is one of the great underdog stories. Second round pick. But like I, the last pick in the draft? No, this I'm telling you, forget the Bay unreal. Area. Let's not limit ourselves to the Bay Area bubble. It's unreal. Because because what people do around the nation, this is why people around the nation disrespects the Bay Area. Forget the Bay Area. Think about the country. All right, Kurt Warner. Tom Brady. If this little joker wins one, in a couple weeks in Las Vegas, Brock Purdy, it could be the greatest story in North American sport history. It's in the top 10. And you can talk swimming, gymnastics, you want to talk basketball, you want to talk baseball, you want to talk soccer. It's up there with the... He's Mr. Irrelevant. I know. And he has ice water in his veins, man. This guy's got a clutch gene. It is what it is. Everybody, you know, Ann Killian wrote their article about them being front runners and we want to see it when they come back. Well, Ann, (laughs) I love you, Ann. How about them apples now? 
They've shown you in back-to-back games that this guy can come back. Down 17, no problem. Down in the fourth quarter, down seven against the Green Bay Packers, nothing's going well. Well, how about this 12-play, 69-yard drive to win the football game? It's going to be the greatest story in North American sport history if he outduels Patrick Mahomes in Las Vegas. We're going in with the last pick of the NFL draft against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, maybe the greatest talent to ever play the position. And everybody's going to be on Mahomes. That's fine. That's fine. I love the Bay Area against the world. I love the Bay Area. And don't forget Nick Bosa, who was, man, we ripped Nick Bosa up and down. I thought Nick Bosa's second half was was a vintage Nick Bosa. He was incredible. Now, I will say, the Brock Purdy documentary, if he wins the Super Bowl. Hey, Brock, man, just... uh. Let's get back to Higgin and not uh, disclose any clips about Brock Purdy for the show, please. I watched him in Iowa State. I'm happy with Brock Purdy. <laughs> Funky Worm in East Palo Alto. What kind of a Funky name is Worm that? Funky Worm in EPA. Dennis Rodman? Let's get Funky, baby. Funky Worm, you there? Oh, you got to be ready to go. Come on, man. It's I mean, a come on, Monday. man. We're, we're only the number one <laughs> right. show in the Bay for a reason. You got to be ready to go. Uh, you said that, not me. No, I don't I even did know say if that's it. true. Yeah. Ricky and Danville, what's happening? Niners! <laughs> what a game! What a journey! What a journey! This this playoff, this season, this, this season, what a journey! I mean, we've got the witness. The MIC got the witness. The greatest comeback in NFC championship game ever. I got to watch it. In in the first half, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to need a mental health day tomorrow. I'm totally going to need a mental health day tomorrow. And you know what? I got up, dude, like, like third quarter, their defense is on the field, five rows in front of me. It's like people are quiet. They're looking at their phones. They're not in their heads. I got up. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Make some noise. Make some noise. And it's in those guys holding this little kid. And his kids are like three years old, probably. He raises up his arms. He's like, yeah. The kids like, yeah. And then everyone else starts making noise. Man, what, a, what an environment. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love your show, too, by the way, guys. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks, Ricky. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> Zach Sancho, tomorrow Rose about to get cooked in the Brock Purdy dock. Hey, you know we what? Will be. <laughs> you know what? Wouldn't be the first. Wouldn't be the last. See, Kyle Draper, Matt Barnes is cooking us on Sacramento pre and post game live. Speaking of you, guys, you guys had a good moment in the Steph Curry dock, so you know a bad moment in the Brock well, Curry dock evens it out. Well, we got a couple. Of, no, every time I got in the south by the Steph Curry dock, it was, boy, what a letdown in New Orleans. Then it was, Boy, Steph Curry shooting 25% in January. Daniel Shaska and I, yeah, I don't know if they're going to beat Boston. It doesn't look good. They're younger, more athletic. We're just going to get cooked all around. Hey, look, it is what it is. As Bonte gives us credit for the ones who made Farhan go get you know, Chris Bryant and made John Lynch go get Christian McCaffrey, we'll take credit for inspiring Steph Curry <laughs> to his greatest moment in Game 4. And we'll also take credit for the story of Brock Purdy because we were way wrong. Hey, Joe. You know what? And a lot of people be talking. You know, there was a lot of people in my comments yesterday. I see, trust me, I don't reply to everybody on Twitter no more. I had to st- take a step back because I can start cooking with the best of them. I got no problem going with the Twitter Emerald? figures. But you know what? But you know what? I saw a lot of I saw a lot of stuff yesterday. They said, oh, people still listen to the morning rolls. Well, there's 1,500 viewers on YouTube. The lines are busy, and I'm getting multiple texts from everybody, including Phil my Mike saying, I can't get in. The yeah. lines are too busy. Get, the lines are jam-packed. Uh, reach out to Phil my Mike. I would like to hear from him. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get I want to know how he celebrated. Uh, let's go to... Oh. Shirtless, begging people to wash their back. I don't know if I should go this route, but I'm going to go this route. I'm going to go back to Palo Alto. Brian? 
I'm calling to Brian at Palo Alto. Oh, <laughs> hey, Brian. Steve Wilkes, huh? <laughs> hey, uh, congrats. Uh, you know, I was uh, excited and uh, had my rah-rah moment last night, and now... Now it's how do you not give up 50 points to Mahomes? <laughs> um, because I, I would love to win the game. And right now I'm having a hard time convincing myself with what I saw from their defense yesterday and really just in general uh, lately. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and so I, I, I was talking to a friend and I was like, is it unprecedented for a D.C. to get, like, topped? between a, a title game and a Super Bowl or like oh, oh could you bring God. in a consultant because they, they need I mean look 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 that's that's as ill prepared as I've ever seen a 49er defense for a playoff game yesterday and like they will if, if, if they come out like that tomorrow they'll give up 50 to Mahomes and Chasky Chasky agrees with me by the way and so what do you do you're basically going to have to show the Chiefs they're going to have to show them a completely new look Hey, in the Super Bowl, Brian, Brian. How about the second act? Can you? Hey, it's much. Hold on, hold on. Let me get in here because I you're breaking me so down, what? PPA. No, no. So what? What? They shut out the Lions in the second half, PPA. They got all the Lions ass in the second half and shut them out to the last minute of the game. All right, Fred Warner stepped up. All right, Gibson stepped up. Get out of here with that crap. Fix the defense. The offense scored seven points in the first half. It was a complete meltdown for the entire football team. Get out of here and just play me, Wilkes. <laughs> The hell out of here! Hey, let me let me let me let me let me say something to Brian and Palo Alto. He ain't lying. I'm telling you this right now. Look, we got one more game. Get out of here with that! In the off season, in and today's not the day. But I'll give you my short little summary. In the offseason, complete scheme change. I want a 3-4. Bring in Joey Bosa when he gets clipped in the Chargers. I don't like, want Joey Bosa. I, 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 I am redoing field. this entire Why do you want Joey defensive Bosa? line. He plays six games a year. Yeah, well, with his brother, he'll find a way to stay healthy. <laughs> no, he and, um... I'm telling you, they need more team speed. If Oren Burks is out there in base coverages, we're in trouble. We're going to be in trouble regardless. It's Mahomes. No, I'm talking but about in general. But, but as much as we want to rip on Wilkes, can we give him? Can we give him some credit for the second half? Yeah, no doubt. Does he get credit for the second half? Does the defense get some credit? Yeah, they do. Because the offense was equally as bad in the first half. They, they were getting dominated in all phases. Right. Anybody who wants to point the finger at one unit or the other isn't paying attention. Right. Complimentary football. And and don't let special teams off the hook. Oh. I mean, oh. Jake Moody. We were going to get Jake oh. Moody content oh my for months. Oh, my gosh. Were we not? Oh, the, the worst arrogance third. to take a kicker in, <laughs> in the, the third, third round. round. <laughs> Am I wrong? I've defended that pick, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we know. BPI, I love you. But not today. You don't love him. No, no, I don't, because that's an arrogant call. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna just put, you're gonna just point the finger at Steve Wilkes. That offense did diddly poo in the first half. It scored seven points back to back weeks. But, but right? I, I will say this: you don't come back in that football game if the defense doesn't hold him out the end zone in the second I half. I don't think Steve Wilkes is the greatest DC ever. No, I don't, I don't think either. He's the worst. But also, Steve Wilkes told us all. I've never run this scheme before. No, no, no. But this is shit. What did Crocker tell us? Eric Crockett. Yeah. Crocker. He told us, Shanahan's a real defensive coordinator. The, 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 Shanahan picked oh, up and said, you have to run my scheme. Don't you think? Wilkes is a blitzer. Well, I, I just what I was going to say is it doesn't matter about the scheme. I think their personnel isn't as good as we all thought on defense. Right. I don't think their safety plays is good. I agree. I don't think that their defensive line is as stout. And I think that third linebacker, when he's on the field, they're getting cooked. They I, miss I, Al Shaheer. I agree. The personnel's not as great. But also, let's not forget, Wilkes isn't running his game. He's a blitzer. 
Shanahan said, you got to run my scheme. Why nine? You got to run my stuff. Oh, I'm so done with the wide Wook, nine. Wooks told you. Midway through the year, he goes, I'm still learning our scheme. Wide nine stands for, we'll give you nine <laughs> miles between two D tackles, and you can run right between us. Tell me I'm wrong. Say, well, there was a this. hole. It was like Moses, well, as we go all religious today well, with Bonte praying. Moses split the Red Sea, and well, here goes Jamison Williams, untouched on the first drive well, for like a 50-yard touchdown. Well, well, you know what? That's bad tackling, and that's setting the edge. That's fooling Nick Bosa, and that's having Chase Young out there on skates. That's out there getting bullied at the line of scrimmage. That ain't just saying, why nine? That's a personnel thing, and learn how to tackle. They were allergic to tackling in the first half. You can blame Steve Wilkes all you want to, but today ain't the day, folks. It ain't the day, because we going bowling. But I, I will be the first set. I'll be, I, I'm going to plow this land now while it's fertile. I do want a scheme change. As long as Shanahan's a coach. Next offseason. As long as Shanahan's a coach. Yeah, I don't want to see the wide nine ever again. You're going to see the wide nine as I long as Chris Kosarek I need more speed on the field. Well, you got to get Chris Kosarek here. No, I like Chris Kosarek, but right. I, switch to the 3-4. That's a saccharoni, baby. I know I sound insane. We won. You know I what? know. Wooks, I know. Wooks is a 3-4 guy, right? Yeah, that's and that's he, why I'd let him run so, his defense. So he's not running his defense. We're going to play Wooks. Blame Shanahan for that. Let's go to... Uh, Idris and Hayward. Idris, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Can y'all hear me loud and clear? Oh. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I gotcha. Hell yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so that game, wow. Um, okay. It reminded me when the Warriors were about to lose to Houston, and Houston shot like 27 threes to lose. Yeah. And it was like... Yeah, like like you could have put the Niners away and they didn't. But man, the way that game started, in the back of my head, I was like, I'm just I'm so happy for Brock Purdy because the way he's carried himself through everything, we have an astounding team. We know all of that. But when he literally started being mobile with his legs, he made it clear that he was not going to lose that game. And God created the opportunities, and we took full advantage of them. I mean, shout out to Detroit. It's all good, but we're going to Vegas. We got to do something. Go Niners. That's Go Niners. Hey, it's like Jerry Maguire. I'm going. Who's coming with me? <sighs> I got to give my boy GT in San Diego. I think GT was at the game yesterday. Was he? My guy GT. GT Garrett. Get Garrett in here from San Diego before we go to break. What up, GT? Yo, what's up, Bonte? What's up, Shasky? Let's go Niners, man. What a day. What a day. My voice is completely up in the nosebleeds getting loud. It was just an unreal atmosphere. We were keeping the faith up there. I was a little nervous. 
that the ride home today would have been a real depressing one, but it ain't, and we're here. What, what, so let's go Niners, baby. What are you taking, five all the way down? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to mess with any of that L.A., San Diego traffic, so we're just doing the five. We're not yeah. going the scenic route. You know, we're on a we're on a business trip. We're so, on a business trip. I did that drive a couple summers ago from San Diego all the way up to San Francisco. We left at, I believe, 6.30 in the morning. I made it back to my house by 1.15. Pretty good timing. That's a, hey, you know we're trending for that right now, Shasky. That's not bad. I hope we keep that good juju going Let's right go, now. Baby. Hey, real, real, real quick shout out on the D line before I let you get you boys go. Hargrave with that stop right before halftime that held him it to a field goal huge, instead of a touchdown huge. was was huge. And then Bosa, hey, you guys are baseball guys. You guys will appreciate this. Sometimes all you need to break out of a slump. Is a little dink, a little dunk, a little drag one to get on. Bosa got absolutely gifted that first sack, true. and then he started to roll. So let's hope that that momentum builds, baby. Let's go, Niners. Let's, let's go, GT. By the way, GT's call. a former baseball player as well. Oh, Love nice. Garrett. He's a good golfer, too. we got to get out there oh, with nice. him, man. He hits him a mile away, man. Oh, good. Uh, come listen, play in my I scramble. I don't hate hey. BPA. I apologize. Sorry. I didn't mean to yell at BPA, no, but come you, on, man. You, it's, they, you know, I think you're... You, you don't, don't like give me BPA. false equivalencies. No, that's not. Don't, no, 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 no. I got no problem with BPS. You don't like people who are who are just a little more sophisticated than you. No. who might be smarter. No, 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 no. Higher on the IQ chart. BPA smarter than me. Higher on the IQ card. That guy is dumb as rock sometimes <laughs> with his sports takes. All right. <laughs> Like, 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 come so on, don't, dis- don't, don't disrespect me like that. I'm come d- on, man. That guy came I in apologize. here ripping off Steve Wilkes after that first half. You're right. It was everybody. All right, come on, guys. Come on. Hey, I'm not bringing down. We're celebrating the Super Bowl. This guy talking about fire Steve Wilkes before the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's not a fan. He cried, he cried about the booth. He's on the sideline. <laughs> they didn't score until a minute left in the second half. I'm so teasing. Sophisticated. Guy's been running Clay Thompson out of town for four years. Oh, don't you let better, me do You guys that. better hope Clay Thompson don't come out with a doc. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> I will be the feature person <laughs> on that doc. That's not good. BPA sophisticated. <laughs> I knew that would get you mad. Why are you trying to get me mad on the money? Why are you trying to bring me down? Uh, it's because y'all wasn't believing. It. <laughs> right, well, anyway, I was not right. believing. Uh, I it's coming it. up in a game. I brought you by. Hey, but let me get Philbo Mike the Bassing, man. Let me get Philbo Mike in here to cook. Uh, what's coming up with a game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank Full Service Banking. No compromise. It's more of your phone calls. <laughs> The Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky. All right, tune in in 24 minutes. We've got a special giveaway for a coin that will be used for the big game. If you want to win one of those coins, make sure you tune in to the Roast at 855 to find out how to win. Don't forget to download the free Odyssey app and listen to 95.7 The Game wherever you go. Niners advance to the Super Bowl. Largest comeback in NFL history in a title game. Went down by 17 or more. How about Brock Purdy? Boy, it was looking very Jimmy G-esque in the first half. It really was. He was erratic. He was overthrowing guys. The two-out roster. Brandon Ayuk on consecutive plays. I'm like, wow, not even close. First half, 7-15, 93 yards. He had the interception. Niners were down 24-7. to Next thing you know, Brock Purdy started cooking. And he cooked. He cooked. He cooked with his arms. He cooked with his legs. He got some help from McCaffrey. Some big-time help from Debo. What a quarter route throw. Rainbow throw to George Kittle for a big first down on the left sideline in front of the Detroit bench. Brock Purdy was magical in that second half. Back-to-back second halves where he's been magical. I believe in pretty magic now, Chasky. The game is close. 
Sky's got a clutch, GE, man. You can't knock him anymore. You can be the biggest Brock Purdy hater if you want to. You got to stop hating, dude. The kid is special. Oh, no, people will still hate. I mean, that's just that's just society these days. I mean, he, <laughs> uh, B, I, I am exhausted. That game was a roller coaster. I thought the Green Bay game was a roller coaster. <laughs> that one was unbelievable. <laughs> For them to do what they did, like a freight train in that third quarter, I still can't get over it. I mean, I really can't. Who do you think's hurting more right now? Detroit Lions fans or Philadelphia? Oh, Detroit Lions fans. Oh, well, De- so Detroit's mad. miserable 365 days a year. There's nothing nothing new about them. They're always they're always miserable. Hi, baby Chez. They're, they're always miserable. They're calling me. Baby Chez is on the potty right now. Listen, they're always miserable <laughs> in Philadelphia. Always, always, always. Who cares about Philly? Their season was done a month ago. <laughs> they just hired Vic Fangio, who's older than dirt. His defenses don't work no more. And then you got Kellen Moore. <laughs> Did y'all not watch Justin Herbert last year in the Chargers offense? They stink. Kelly Moore stinks. So Philadelphia still has Nick Sirianni and Kelly Moore. Who cares about Philadelphia? Detroit's hurt more because they could taste the Super Bowl. They were booking Super Bowl flights at halftime. They were chanting Jared Goff loud at Levi Stadium. You could hear it through the TV. There was all that Honolulu blue out there. They were filling it. So they're Philadelphia? They... They're trying to get into Sixers basketball. Can you remember a time that a fan base not named the Cowboys or the Lakers infiltrated? I guess the Dodgers did too. Cowboy fans last year. You said not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in terms of not one of the old school blue blood top three or four teams in the league, I can't think of another time that an opposing team came to a Niner game that deep. That's as impressive. Playoff or regular season? Playoffs. I'm talking about Just playoffs. playoffs. That's yeah. as impressive as I can remember. New York Giants, it wasn't as bad, 2011. Uh, the Saints, not even nowhere near that. Yeah, no, no doubt. N- not even near that. Uh, Packers, even on that Saturday night, there were a lot of Packer fans, but not that. There were a lot of Detroit Lions fans. I was they were deep. shocked. They were deep. They were deep. And it may be, listen... I know people have their financial reasons, and you want to flip tickets to make money and double up and maybe hey, pay for your season tickets. tickets. Were pricey. They were pricey. I get it. But if you already own season tickets, and I get how pricey they are. Look, man, we're not we're in terrible economic state in the Bay Area. There's no doubt about it. Housing prices through the roof, interest rates through the roof. I I, I get it all. But me personally, if I got a ticket to a game, especially a playoff game, I gotta go. I'm not thinking about doubling up. I'm thinking about hustling and making somebody on the side. i got to go see my team in a big performance. Where does that uh, third quarter energy in that stadium, where does that rank for you? Because I think, for me, it's as good as any environment I've ever been in, ever in sports. I think about game four, Benito Santiago, St. Louis Cardinals, up 2-1. Benito Santiago hits a three-run homer to give the Giants a big lead, and they go up in the series three games of one. Next night, Kenny Lawson, David Bell, 0-2. Pac Bell Park at the time was electric because the Cardinals are yeah. dominating that game. And they come back, and I was like, wow, look how yeah. the Thundersticks are going crazy, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Oracle Arena, they're down 20-plus to the San Antonio Spurs. Kawhi Leonard injures the ankle, but the Warriors are getting rolled. Then Kevin Durant and Steph Curry just start running 1-3, pick and roll, and started cooking. And Oracle, by the time that game was over, everybody in the media was taking excedrin because it was just oh, like, it was, my whoa. head. Was- it Yesterday with the, the speakers, I had multiple aspirins, the double-strength ones. So, yesterday was up there with some of the best environments I've ever been a part of. 
And like I'm just thinking about Saturday night. I was at Chase Center, double overtime, and that place is cooking I with the Lakers in it. In Kerr, well, no, we're not going to talk about it. But I'm telling tell you about the environments. I know, I but just, I'm, I'm telling you how exhausted I am. Dealing with the Kings on Thursday, dealing with the Lakers on Saturday night, another one-point loss. By Sunday came around, I was just like, just get me to the game. I can't handle this stuff. I'm out of energy. And I felt like that tailgate lasted forever because I wanted to get down there and soak it in. Yeah. And it was it was a long yeah. day yesterday. Yeah, I stopped by. I saw Worldwide Hef, Ryan, Mondo, Chris, uh, the rest of the crew down there. Stopped by there, and then I saw you guys at Polton. Oh, and then we Worldwide walked straight Hef in. for a second. You know? Love your boy, Worldwide. He's wearing the Niner gear with the LeBron jersey well, on Saturday LeBron. night. Yeah, he's a LeBron. Fan, What's he doing? He's a LeBron fan. What can you do? I, I love you, Hef, too. but come on. He's a Duke fan, too. That's where I have. I mean, he could, he was blowing me up Saturday day. I'm like, dude, I will block you if you continue <laughs> to bother me about to go to say The Wales. Lakers. The Lakers, man. Sorry, ass Lakers. The Lakers. I knew the Warriors blow a 15 point lead in the third quarter. And Elizabeth Overtime scored four points in the last four minutes of the game. I had Steph Curry doing his great Hulkamania oh, ripping up the shirt right. moment. Yeah. Let's go I to mean, let's go to Fernucci and El Dorado Hills. I don't even want to go down that dark road right now. <laughs> Fernucci, what's happening? <laughs> Let me tell you something. The nine one six five three zero, it is lit. I came to church early yesterday. <laughs> I had the Brock Purdy jersey. I go to the pastor, I said, Please just bless this jersey. Bless the Niners, even though you're a diehard Seahawks fan. And let me tell you, I was saying the prayers at halftime. I was sprinkling the holy water. I kicked the cat out. And let me tell you, I felt that this was a moment that Papa Shasti was in. I was just visualizing if he was in that locker room, what he would say. And I'm telling you, this victory was for Papa Shasti. And let me tell you something. When you talk about Harvard champion, it involves these characteristics, resilience, determination, perseverance, adaptability, discipline, confidence, leadership, humility. That's what our quarterback has, ladies and gentlemen. That's what he has. And let me tell you something. He's going to finish it off with his Disney story, holding up that Lombardi trophy and shutting up all those haters. And faithful, I heard you through that television screen. I pumped up that surround sound. And, Bonte, I saw you praying. But and also to Shasky, I saw you with Patrick. And let me tell you again, this is for Papa Shasky. I'm thinking about you. I love you. No more negativity. Brian from BPA, shut your mouth. It's all about positivity. <laughs> we're winning it all, and we're gonna shut Let's down go. the Swifty. You know, I'm out. Uh, the Swift. I haven't even begun to try to no, wrap my not, head around yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but l- let me let me bring up something. You know, B. There are times in life, sports mirrors life. There are times that it doesn't, right? Like, I don't pretend that things that you see in sports are exactly like you have it at work. Because they're not. It's its own little world. But there are certain things that I look at as microcosms. I truly believe the greatest gift you can have as a trait in life is resilience. If you are born with nothing and you scrap and you fight and you keep getting knocked down and you keep getting knocked down and you keep getting knocked down and you drag yourself up and you lift yourself up out of adversity, out of poverty, out of misery, out of depression, out of abuse, whatever it is, those are the strongest people in life. And and when I watch sports, my favorite attributes are those resilient people who you can never count them out. Even when you think you're going to drive the stake right through their heart, they find a way to keep scrapping and keep clawing. In yeah. baseball, it's a guy who doesn't have his best stuff, and yet he finds a way to still go seven, eight innings. And, he, and he's giving you everything he's got, even on a night where you could tell he doesn't have it. Uh, in, in basketball, hey, shot's not dropping. But then in the third, fourth quarter, you bring it when you need it. Kobe, Steph. 
Steph, LeBron, Michael Jordan. You, you've seen all the greats have it. Yep. In football, Mahomes, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, and now this version of the 49ers. They played an F game in the first half. They had every minute and every every reason to do what the Philadelphia Eagles did and tap out. They tapped out against Tampa Bay. They're like, no, we're done. And the Niners were like, no, we're not going to tap out. We're going to keep fighting and keep clawing. Even when they just got a field goal, it was like, oh, God, you needed to get seven here as you come out of the break. They found a way to stay optimistic and keep fighting. And yes, it's professional sports. We expect these people to just play through everything and play hard. They're also humans too. And guys get down on themselves. That team never lost their step and came out and just took over that game. It's one of the great things I've ever seen. Here's Shanahan on his character and grit of his players. Just the character and the grit of the guys there. I mean, you could see it on their faces at halftime. I've seen, I could see it on them all week. Our guys got a lot of love for each other, and every year when the season's over, it's always a new team the next year, regardless of how many times people return. I mean, how many people return, and our guys didn't want this to be the last day, and we had to really fight for it to make that happen, but we pulled it off and couldn't be more proud of the group. Adversity. Dealing with adversity. That was as adverse as it could get. You're at home in front of your home fans. You fought all year for that number one seed. You talked about it all offseason, saying we don't want to play that extra week. We need to buy a week. You get the rest, and you're down 24-7 at the half. You're down 24-7 to at the half. And I'm looking at the players run off the field, and I'm thinking, boy, look at Debo. He's just frustrated. I'm looking at IU. Damn, he's frustrated. Fred Warner sitting there shaking his head with no answers. And whatever was said in that locker room, Whatever was said in that locker room at halftime, boy, they had a lot more faith than a lot of fans did. And I was coming into the game. That was during the game. Hell, at halftime, I thought, I said, damn, this is how we're going to go out, huh? This is how we're going to go out. And I was just eager to see what type of fight they would have. Like, if they would have lost that game yesterday, say they lost 31-28, it would have been heartbreaking. We would have still been going crazy or whatnot. But at least they would have fought. In that first half, I just thought, Boy, can you show a little fight? Right. That he did on that last drive to keep it out the end zone. They all got for a deal. Like, if Detroit goes for it, which was, again, in that situation, kick the field goal, it would have been ballsy. But I do believe they would have scored on that fourth down. Jameer Gibbs literally caught a pass on the ground at the 10-yard line and ended up at the two. Yeah. Like, we were not hitting. We were not flying around. And I was just like, Damn. They're slow, they're stiff, they're not hungry. The old inexperience, and it reminded me at halftime, and I tweeted this, it reminded me of the 92 Dallas Cowboys punching the Niners yeah, in the mouth. They look Coming like to Candlestick Park, younger, hungry, Jimmy Johnson had those boys buttoned up, and yeah. the Niners, who had all the pressure on them, with the ghost of Montana on the sideline sitting there in his uniform, and they wilted in that football game at Candlestick Park. It was played out like that to me, man. I was like, damn, this is it. They showed a lot more resilience than I thought they had in them, man. They really did, man. I'm proud of this football team. Uh, is the guy's name Mike McDonald? Who's the guy that gets the, the crowd fired up? The older white guy who does, let's go, Niners! Oh, that's, uh, uh, that's my boy, Mr. Violet. Uh, Kennedy, Mr. Kennedy. 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 Mike yeah, Jim Violet's husband. Michael yeah, Jim Violet's a good friend of mine. That guy. Yeah. Got the crowd so hyped up between the third and the fourth quarter. I don't even remember. Oh, dude, I, I don't was, even remember. The, the upper I was in another world. Just going off. Yeah, I was in another world, Shasky. B, I'm telling no. you, I've been to some great Niner games, been to some great Giants games, great Giants games, great Warrior games. I went to We Believe games. 
That was as good, that yeah. third and fourth quarter, as good as any environment I've yeah. ever been to. So between the third and fourth quarter, Ed actually told me to sit down because I was like, I was sweating. Oh, I, I had, came there hyperventilating. I had two headaches. Yeah, no, well, I didn't have any headache. I just, she's like. She Side goes, temples, she goes, right in the middle. She goes, you made a face. It looked like you were about to just pass out because it was just mayhem, right? Zuri and Diego's next to me. And they're sitting there. <laughs> they're sitting there run, shaking me back and forth. The Logans, uh, excuse me, the Pauls, they're sitting next to me on the right side. I'm saying to myself, and, and it's like, dude, you just need to sit down for a second. You're sweating out of control. It was just, it was too much. So between the third and fourth quarter, I have no idea what happened. I may have blacked out. I legit may have blacked out. I, I mean, we were down 17. Bryant Young shows up with, I Frank, know, with Gore, Frank Gore. And they're going to ring the, the, the foghorn for the right. second half. And people were like, they weren't even paying attention. No, we were paying attention. We just didn't care. It's just like, I was not doing any first down. Oh, 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 My arms were crossed just sitting there watching like, I just want to see it. Show me what type of fight you got. I mean, B, they were chanting for Goff in the stadium. I know. It was loud. It was very loud. They were singing their touchdown song. And they, they did a Let's Go Lions chant. Oh, it got was, loud. And I, we could do nothing about it? No. No, it was as good of an invasion as I can remember. Yeah, they, they No, it really deep. was. Like, I was they rolled deep. thoroughly impressed. That first half I was, was impressed. all Lions. I was impressed, and I was a little disappointed with our fan base. But you know that what? That would never happen in Philadelphia. I, well, you know? 30-year wait, dude. You know? I hear you. 30-year wait. I hear you. I hear you. And it was ironic the way we've traveled to have someone traveling to I know, our stadium. And take over our stadium? Yeah. Now it's on to Vegas, baby. Thank God we won that game. And by the way, Vegas, who's going with me? <laughs> who's going with me? I, you know, can I say something before we get to the lines? I get what the NFL is doing with the whole Super Bowl, and I think it's, a, I think it's criminal that they charge nosebleeds. They're charging fans $8,000 for the top row of the stadium. We pay our money all season long. And I get it's a corporate event, but just shut out the real football fan in these games. Shame on the NFL for not giving season ticket holders or fans of these teams the a bigger piece of I the agree. pie and some more affordable tickets. Did, did you get the email? I got the email last night. It's not the Niners' fault, but they were like, oh, because you get the lottery, right, if you yep. if you win. And I knew right away, within Ooh. an hour, oh, you didn't get the lottery. You didn't get your Super yeah. Bowl tickets. No, I think it's a joke. By the way, 831. And I was at this game. Yeah. He's spot on, 831 on the Comcast business sex line. Levi's atmosphere compares to Sharks Vegas Knights game seven in 2019. Wow, I wasn't there. When they came back, they were down 3 nothing. I was on air with Covey yeah. while he was yeah. watching it. They were down 3 nothing in the third period. I'm watching next to Roxy Bernstein. Oh, <laughs> please explain. Please explain. And it was the same please night explain. Damian Lillard waved bye-bye to Oklahoma City in the first round. Oh, yeah. And they scored four, uh, four goals on that major penalty. 8-3-1, you're spot on with that. That atmosphere at the Shark Tank was unbelievable. Top five atmosphere I've ever been a part of. Seriously, game seven. Give the Sharks their love. Give the Sharks their love. That was that was legit. That's a good call right there. All right, let's get back to the lines here. Uh, Jay of Florida. Jay of Florida, what's happening? Good, man. We don't want to. We don't want to shame God right yeah, now. Right. We, we want to be on his good side. Right. We're facing a nah. superhuman. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to say something real quick. I, I just want in the Super Bowl to just let Brock Purdy cook however he needs to cook. If he needs to scramble, if he needs to do things off schedule, just let him do his things and we can live and die with the result. Let's go to uh, Ernesto and Pelaluba. Ernesto, what's happening? <laughs> Just keep it moving. Oh, man, bang, bang, freaking Niner gang. Stasky, Bonte, I was right there with you. First half, 
doom and gloom, I said to myself, this is it. We can't go out like this. Why are we going out like this? Had to start playing that Cypress Hill song. We ain't going out like that. We ain't going out like that. Through the second half, switched to a new song for Purdy, because as soon as I saw Purdy become Montana, Steve Young, right before my eyes, let me geek out with you, Shasky. Remember Transformers, the movie? Yeah. You got the touch. I fired up that song for Purdy. Oh, my freaking God. He is. (laughs) <laughs> our next Messiah. He is the Lord. Before yeah, I, 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 we're I, getting a little okay. We're getting a little everyone, too religious here on a Monday. Just a man. Well, listen, all right. Listen, I, there's I, only one that we praise. We, we're getting a little carried away. I'll say this: Father though. Mike might be listening right now, and he might want to hit me up and be like, "Joe, I think we need to walk this back a little." I'll say this though: I don't know, Joe. With Joe Montana in the building yesterday, and with Brock Purdy doing what he did in the second half yesterday, if you want to compare Brock Purdy to Joe Montana. I'm not going to push back on it. I'm not I'm necessarily not going to agree with you, but I won't push back on it. Uh, I won't push what back. What did you think of Joe Montana's shoes? What was he wearing? It looked like Chuck Taylor's, but they could have been designer shoes that looked like Chuck Taylor's. Uh, I don't I know. Skechers? No, he's, he's a Skechers no, guy. No, he's a Skechers guy. He used to be. I did see Barry Sanders down there on the field. Man. Barry, yeah. I, Barry's sick. Did man. he walk over and be like, hey, I love Warrior pre and post? No, no, he didn't. I was trying to get his attention, but he, no, it didn't work out. You were I did getting see Greg Olson. Hey, I did see Greg Olson, though. Greg Olson was walking out and saying, hey, Greg, man, thanks for popping on the show a couple weeks ago, man. We love you. He goes, he walked, he stopped. He walked yeah. over like Steph Curry did to you. Oh, yeah. He goes, I'll come on anytime, like man. I was Steph like, right. Curry. And then everybody's looking at me like, who the hell are you? In this North Face Niner jacket by a Sleepy Floyd. He told me I should have worn that jacket in Philadelphia last year. I was undefeated in the jacket last year. I'm undefeated this year in that jacket. You know, I, I feel so good for these older fans. There's a bunch of older people that have had season tickets going back to Candlestick around me. Coach in San Ramon who bought my my little boy an outfit. He used to, right. I love you, Coach. I know you're out there listening this morning. Um, a bunch of other older gentlemen yeah. that, that sit up above me with their wives. and like To see all these people crying. In that, in that fourth quarter when the Niners were winning. And a lot of them didn't think we'd ever get back here. Because you never know, man. You take it for yeah. granted. Like, the team was so good for so long. We're seeing this with the Warriors right now. Right. They're so good for so long. Now I'm looking, I'm like, eh, it's going to be a while till we win be. again. It might be. You know? And so I, I say with the Niners, it's like, we've knocked on the door so often. How many times have we thought it's our year? I feel so happy for those people that they've had the chance to enjoy this last couple of years of Niner football because the young people, like, they're going to get lured in, and that's great, but it is but, nice. The older I get, to see some of these older yeah. people get that payoff I, later in life. I'm with you. I'm with I, you. That was really people. cool. I was hugging a lot of these season ticket holders. Yep. We watched some bad games no, we have. the last five or six no years. Doubt. No doubt. But no. we've been very good. There's we, a lot the of OGs. been really good. A lot of OGs who were showing love yesterday, a lot of roasters, a lot of OGs out there, and I, I, you're spot out with that. But I will also say for the young generation that's had to sit through this heartbreak, a lot of youngsters, you know, the sports fan today, you get a couple heartbreaks, you see a team with a championship, you dump that jersey for another jersey in a heartbeat. People jump on the bandwagon to different teams. Drives there's, me nuts. A, there's not a lot of loyalty in sports yeah. these days. So to see the youngsters still stick around with the Niner fans and still represent hard and still be out there like the Niner Knicks. Niner Knicks out there with his shirt off. Guy just had a kid. Him and his lovely wife had a kid a couple weeks ago, and this guy is out there with his shirt off at Levi Stadium. It's like, Niner Nick, you're a father now. You got to tone it down a little bit. And he's losing his mind. 
I want that young man to get a Super Bowl and enjoy it. The Niner Knicks of the world. You know what I'm his, saying? His grandfather sat next to my grandfather for literally 50 years at right. Niner Games at Candlestick. And so his mother actually hit a, hit me up on Facebook and right. was like, you better tell your wife, Michelle, because his girl's name's Michelle, uh, as they're at home watching your boys, right. that you're very thankful that they're in your lives. Because, yes, thank you, Michelle, for watching my son while right. I was out at the game enjoying it. But you're right. No. Young people, if you're in your 30s, you never all you know it. is misery. Shock Curley. John Curley's never seen the Super Bowl, right? I know. John Curley, and he sends out a tweet at halftime. At halftime, which I don't know why it hit me the way it did, but it hit me, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. The hell, what do I have to lose? We're not 24 7. But John Curley sends out a tweet at halftime. It's eerie that in 19. And I'm trying to do it in John Curley's voice. It's eerie that in 1957, the last time the Lions won a playoff game in SF, they were down 24 7 at halftime before Riley did beat the 90 31 27 at Keysar. Huh. Huh, huh, I mean, now 2024. Huh, huh, the script is reversed. Huh, huh, the Niners are down 24-7 at halftime. Huh, huh, can the Niners pull off a version of a comeback? Huh, huh, huh. Uh, Irish. Then, huh, 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 we saw a media member who writes for the Athletics steal a tweet after the game. Damn near word for word. Give my man Curtis some respect. I got to sneeze. That's a walk-off right there. <sighs> hey, let me, let me, God bless you. Thank you. I need that. I was waiting for you to step in. One time you don't cut me off, you just let the hair breathe. Wow. Dead air from the first time on this show. Hey, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Your boy your boy hit the I, I hit the wall, and I am exhausted. Oh, I, well, I, I got I, you. I got you. Buddy. I am exhausted. And I, and, I, and I got three and a half hours of sleep. The boy doesn't know the zone yeah. as you do, Bonkin. You're damn right, Tony in Oakland. Uh, that <laughs> game was as say. draining of any game. <laughs> I drank a whole bottle of Pedialyte, and I'm still thirsty. <laughs> Leo and Sally. I didn't even drink yesterday. <laughs> I didn't either. Leo, what's happening? Actually, I did. Hey, guys, what's up? I, I, I'm not even going to ask how you guys are doing because I'm already knowing. You already know how we're doing. You already know. Yeah, I'm already knowing. I just want to touch on a couple, uh, quick couple things. Uh, I'm, I'm like Brandon Ayuk when it comes to uh, signs, man. That ladybug on the shoe, come on now. Feel me? Uh, yeah, I feel you. And then when E40 said in the song, "Young hyenas in uniform," come on, man, that's the lion's number one enemy. We we, we killed him. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's really good. That's, that's not bad. Leo. That's really good. No, that's not bad. That's strong. Uh, real quick, Chris of Virginia, out VA, baby. Where the clips is from? Uh, Chris, what's happening? Shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, fellas? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about. Uh, I know we're all enjoying this win as 49ers fans, as we should. It was an exhilarating win. Oh, he hung up. That was that. All right, before we get back out to the lines, I see you, TC and Sack. Uh -oh. I see you, Mike and San Jose. The lines are just getting filled up left and right. We got Chris. We got Tim. We got Mike. We got everybody. We're getting to y'all. You got to get on the line here because you know we love you. We'll talk with you, not at you. Shout out, Max Diamonds. Hope you're doing well. Speaking of Tim Boyle from the Highland Mint, who for the past 29 years has produced a coin that he's flipped immediately prior to the big game. He has a special offer for our listeners right after yesterday's great way to make sure you stay tuned in because we're going to be giving one away to a lucky listener right after the interview. Tim, welcome to the show, baby. Tell us about this great coin. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, Highland Mint is once again producing the coin that will be flipped uh, immediately prior to the Super Bowl. And because we're making exact replicas of the coin, uh, 49ers fans can kind of own a piece of Super Bowl 58. Uh, it's a replica is licensed by the NFL, comes in a collector's booklet that you can display at 
home or the office. Uh, it's silver plated. It's got 24 karat gold highlights. Got the Super Bowl 58 logo and the commissioner's signature on one side, and then the logos of the uh, 49ers and Chiefs on the other. Uh, each one is individually numbered. It's uh, protected in a clear capsule. Comes with a matching numbered certificate of authenticity. Uh, but we're only going to make ten thousand of these uh, Super Bowl Fifty Eight flip coins, uh, no matter how quick they sell out. And the price is uh, ninety nine ninety nine. What, what's the website? Website is sbflip dot com. So S is in super. B is in ball, flip, F-L-I-P dot com. Or uh, the toll-free number, if you prefer, is 1-888-560-2727. So 888-560-2727. And that's how the people can get it now, right, Tim? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's really good. SBflip.com. We love it. We love it. Tim, this coin is going to be great. We're going to give one away right now, Tim. Thank you so much. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Right. It, I mean, it's got the, the Niner logo, the Chief logo. Yep. I mean, it's got the, the Super Bowl logo, the commissioner's hey, signature you know stamp. I mean, this thing, it's pretty cool. Listen, 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 we don't have Super Bowl tickets right now, but we got this coin. We got this coin. The fifth color to the contest line wins one of the coins, 415-523-4652. Again, 415 415-523-4652. Fifth caller to the contest line wins one of these coins. All right, let's get back to the lines, man. Uh, Tim and Danville, what's happening, Tim? What's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. I am so exhausted as well. Uh, so, Shafty, I want to make a couple points. You're spot on with Brock. Uh, resiliency, you know, the guy may not have the most, you know, gifted gifts in the world, but he came back and he showed what he can do. I take back all my comments last week. No more doubting. I'm done with that. Uh, make another point. You know, you know, guys, there were more than 20% blue there. I, I don't care what they said. That, that stadium. I mean, you heard, you heard the Jared Goff chant, right? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I had about, I had about 15 blues, you know, Lions fans next to me. And, you know, we were respectful, but these guys, these guys were just basking in their glory. You know, we're just sitting there quiet. My wife and I said, oh my gosh, this is a disaster. But I want to make a point too. Look, the first half, don't blame it on Brock. The whole team played lousy. Exactly. Number twenty six. Yep. Number twenty six. Gibbs. That dude. He just killed him. They could not stop him. So he's legit. So Kyle. <laughs> so Kyle. I think you know. I want to. Pr- he did a hell of a job, Shanahan. I. You know. I, I. I'm just so happy with the team, with the fans. You know, no ghetto, right? I mean, you know, we respect these guys. They spent a lot of money to come out here. And I, I'm just tired. I'm happy. I'm, and I will, we'll see you guys at the bowl. Okay. Yep. Thank you, guys. I love it. And you know, it, it's. I've been to a lot of different tailgates and parking lot situations. It was so respectful between the Niner fans and yeah, the Lions fans. No doubt. It, it was, and I, trust me, anytime something happens with Niner fans, there's a certain somebody who used to be in Philadelphia media. Oh, the little fellow who uh, said that. The reason why he's out of radio is because Odyssey's bankrupt. Nah, you're just not good at your job, dude. They were like, you're not worth the contract extension. Little fella. Enjoy your offseason. I didn't see one thing yesterday in my own eyes as I was walking around the parking lot or into the stadium. Not one thing of Niner fans, quote-unquote, harassing or physically abusing anybody. Not that they should. I mean, that's you. I expect good behavior. Niner fans showed out. I'm so proud to be a Niner fan. No, but listen, man. A lot of this stuff happens because people don't know how to – they don't know when to stop talking. And some people can handle the talk. Some people can't. And I saw it at the Rose Bowl when the Alabama fan told my best friend, Big Dog City, to shut the bleep up. Out of nowhere. First quarter, Big Dog's rooting for his mission. Hey, shut the bleep up. 
He wasn't saying nothing to the Alabama fan. That's how people get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't condone violence whatsoever. But I understand why some of these fights happen. Somebody, like we were in Philadelphia. I was talking about the World War I half. He actually gave me a little bit of Hennessy White in my coffee. So it was like an Irish oh. coffee. But we're talking about Philly. White? Yeah, Hennessy White. You could only get it in Mexico. What is it? You got to Google it's it. It's very smooth. Yeah, it's it's the best Hennessy. Hennessy White. Yeah, Hennessy huh? White. I, okay. I know a secret spot where you can get it now in the States, but uh, I'm not going to reveal that on air. White. Listen, we were talking about the Philadelphia trip. Think about when we were being in the bathroom, in the bathroom and people were telling me, F you, you little bleep, bleep, bleep. Do this, you little bleep, bleep, bleep. Like just berating me. And I'm thinking to myself, damn. Now, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. I'm not, you know. But, but, but I understand. BPA. Huh? Unless it's BPA. Well, yeah, when you come in. BPA, shut your mouth. Yeah, you know, <laughs> thank you for it, Somebody had to say it. Ooh, I'm looking at this Hennessy Pure White. Yeah. The bottle's very unique. I'm a dynamic human being. It's the Hennessy White will change your life. Really? It will change your life. But I understand why fights happen at stadiums. Because also some people, available at BevMo and Total Wine. No, that's not true. Not I mean, I'm true. looking at the website. Yeah, right it now. is. I can find a lot of places. Yeah, you sure? Yes. Yeah, it's eighty nine dollars sure. right oh, now. Oh, you know what? You know what? No, 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 no. This past year, this. You know what? This. I, I stand. I stand corrected. Trust me. It became available in the states over the last six months. Okay. Uh, Just the last six months, because it was you had to go. Yeah, you know, a lot of we people should talk over to our Mexico. guy, the Hennessy guy. Oh, Sean, build a beast. Good boy. Yeah, that's how I knew that Hennessy White was now available in the States. Okay. Yeah, I, the Hennessy White. Well, I'm getting in the way of a good story here. No, no, the story's over. I was just going to talk about people fighting in the bleachers. That's all. But we don't need to do that. Because the Niners are going bowling. Niners are going bowling. Niners are going bowling. Mike and San Jose, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey, Bonte, how are you doing, man? Good, what, Mike. Cole, loving you guys. What about Thank me? you, brother. What about yeah, Shasky? So I got two, two. I got two things to talk to you guys about. Um, one is that you know the the, the past two games, it, we're we're building champion DNA here, right? So you look at the Warriors, right? They're always a third quarter comeback, and we did a third, third quarter comeback yesterday. That that's great. It's it's gonna build experience, go you know all the all, build it, build the Forty Nineers a, a championship DNA here. So I, I'm loving these comebacks. It, it builds a lot of character. And I'm loving it. It's going to help us win the Super Bowls and many, many Super Bowls like the Warriors win the championships. Um, and, Bonte, the other thing I want to talk to you about, remember that at the beginning of the season, you had this uh, radio announcer from uh, Philly came on, and he was trash-talking us about how his quarterback's going to be MVP, telling Purdy, he's like, oh, shirt, arm, and all that stuff. And I want you to help me out. Text him back and tell him, hey, look uh, where we're at now. <laughs> no. All right? And hey, you know what? I think we're still ugly. The silence is deafening in Philadelphia. I don't need to tweet them anymore. Just I don't need me, to text them. I ain't even get a congratulations from Philly Zoo on advancing to the Super Bowl. I know how dad that. Look, wait, they're waiting. You were expecting a congratulations? Yeah, absolutely. I was expecting class from them. Be classy. Sportsmanship, right? That's what they were talking about. Be, remember when we went to Philadelphia? Hey, just be, be good sportsmen. Okay. I'll show you some sportsmanship. But I know all those Philadelphia fans, <laughs> and there's a lot more Cowboy fans. That's everybody accepted. Listen, the, the, the nation hates the Niners. Let's be real. Thank the you. nation hates the Bay Area. And they hate the two we, of us. They, they, hate, they, they definitely can't stand us. Sacramento hates us. Philadelphia hates us. Texas hates us. Dallas hates us. Seattle hates us. All oh, that. I went out with Softy and Dick on Friday. They were hating on us. Listen, it's the Bay Area against the world. I get all that. So I know all those drafts. They had all those tweets they had constructed yesterday at halftime. They were ready to press in as soon as the clock hit zero at the end of the fourth quarter. They had to put it back in the draft. Well, I'll keep it honest. 
I did too. I had a few up in my dome, no. like I was Jay Z on the block where he has to memorize his rhymes. I had a few tweets that were going to be ready to, you know, hit send on myself, and and I had to walk them back as well. So that's not alone and exclusive to them. Well, well you know what? They'll have them ready for the Super Bowl. And you know what? I'll be here for you. <laughs> you better hope the 49ers will win the Super Bowl. A lot of people: Philadelphia, Seattle, Dallas, uh, Sacramento. Some of you in Sacramento. Casey's a big Niner fan. He was on. He was on fire yesterday on Twitter. Uh, Florida Casey was. Casey was on fire. Well, I mean, when when <laughs> I know. gave him Friday off by giving him all that content, but <laughs> me ripping Sacramento. I mean, Jesus. Speaking of which, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.